0: You know, today's conversation is is a painful one that I think all of us can relate to. And that is when you have a top talent on your team or a top talent in the organization unexpectedly surprise you with the news that they're not only leaving, but they're going to another company that you compete with doing essentially the same job. So Joyce and I jump into this conversation about what to do, perhaps not what to do, Uh, when faced with the surprising loss of top talent and how do you learn from the experience and then potentially put out the possibility that that person could return to your company. So a little bit controversial, but let's jump in. Come on in, grab a snack. Welcome. Welcome.
1: i can't help it when i hear that i get the giggles there's nothing better than the giggles i don't know why but it recording in process gives me the giggles
0: well you know anyway just just uh our guests, i don't think they will hear it but you and i both hear it it's a little bit like what you see on the today show or some live show where they give you a three two one okay you're live
1: Yes. And even when I'm doing recording for my I Pray Anyway videos, I giggle when that happens to me. There's something about it. Maybe it's nerves, but I love getting the giggles no matter what. So, before we came on the air, you were talking to me about a very tender topic, actually, and an important one, and that is when a long-time associate or a particularly talented associate decides to leave the company and the panic and the irritation and the sadness that ensues anyhow you you brought that up so take it away
0: okay uh (laughs) so so another room to another room okay this, right. re- this recording is in progress and good morning Joyce you didn't I, start with your typical greeting I know I was trying to go get away from the giggles uh, anyway okay so um yeah he- are great he- here's the context I was talking with uh a very good friend who's uh, a, a senior person uh at a service organization and he was just saying like a huge town uh, a woman who had been with the company for 25 years uh, has decided to up and leave uh, to go to a competitor, and and you know it was raw with him because it had just happened. Uh, you know he heard it at an all decks all hands on deck meeting, and so we had a conversation about uh, so what might be things that you would want to do uh, besides ignore the fact that you've lost an incredible talent within the organization. And uh, uh, there's some things that we shared that I thought would be good to talk about today. Is that
1: helpful? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Yes. you were erudite. (laughs) Wonderful. So I'll tell you what, I'll I'll tell you
0: a couple things I threw out to him, and then I'd like to get your reaction. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I said, it's, it's normal and natural for people to exit organizations. You know, it's a fact of life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can look at the circumstance and make a total rational conclusion. Like if someone wants to work uh, half time or part time or work out of their home or spend more time with their grandkids uh, and they act accordingly after they leave, you know, I think that's one that you want to show appreciation for a person's work and time with the company but i'm not sure there's going to be a lot that needs to be followed up there um on the other hand when you as an organization surprisingly have a talented individual someone who is has a great reputation uh from for their work uh has been with the company for many many years uh, you know there's the stunned announcement and then our conversation yeah. was, well, what might you do? And I said, well, did you, did you work with her closely? He said, very closely. We were like, you know, uh, like hand in glove. And I said, you know, you may want to call, call her just to say, look, I'm, I'm calling on behalf of me, not necessarily the company. Uh, I'm just sad to see you go. And I wish you the best. Uh, and he said, I hadn't thought about that. I said, well, you know, don't if you may think about doing it for you, but do it for her. So she, you acknowledge the importance that she had on the organization. So mm-hmm. that was one. Another is um, that I said, you know, the one thing that when I lost talent, uh, when I was the head of HR, I, again, saw it kind of as the natural evolution. How can we as a company that promotes people's development and growth? And then they get an opportunity with an organization that seems to be the next logical step. um, I I think it's one where, you know, you can be sad that they're leaving, but in some ways you want to celebrate the fact that they're moving on. Except uh, what I always did was uh, I literally would meet with a person and make sure that, you know, we're exiting in a way or they're exiting in a way that they can feel good about their time and experience and feel appreciated. But as important, I say, I'd like to stay connected with you because we hate to lose you. As a matter of Mm -hmm. fact, we'd we'd one love for you to stay, but if you get a month or two into your role and find that it isn't everything that you thought, I want you to call me or text me or email Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are a couple things that kind of threw him back. And then the third, and then I'll get your reaction or what you would add is I said, you know, what I find is often uh, uh, the issue when someone like that leaves is it becomes quiet and swept under the rug. you know. And oftentimes I've seen uh, hiring managers, bosses kind of rationalize it in a way that there's nothing to be learned from this. And I find when you lose a long-term talent, 20, 30 years, Someone who's a key contributor in the organization, totally respected, and they up and leave, there's some data to be mined there, Uh, not only with them, but also. So, what's it say about the rest of the organization? What's it say about us that that this person couldn't knock on a door and say, you know, I'm not really that happy and I've been thinking about leaving, but I'd hate to go? Uh, That opportunity is lost. So, what about our culture? What about me as a boss? that kind of precluded that person from uh, reaching out to me. So that, that's a couple of the things that I shared. I can go into more, but uh, I need to have a sip of coffee. So I'd like you to get your thoughts, reactions.
1: Mm. Well, I had two thoughts. <laughs> and one is where the heck is their structured development conversation? Mm-hmm. Is it built yeah. in to the darn organization, so that the person doesn't need to come knocking at your door, but at least once a friggin' year, you look at each other and go, "How are we doing? What's and what's you know what's working, what isn't, what what do you need for your development?" And I understand how people hate to do those conversations. They're very out of um, fashion now because you're just supposed to give feedback in the moment. That's very different from a considered look at how is your work life, how is, yeah, and how is it with us and what can we do to use your talent better? And I just don't know how companies, and I never loved doing those. I, because I always felt I could have been a better boss. You know, I like you have yes. to yourself, go, oi, 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 um, So that's the first thing that popped into my mind. When will businesses learn how important that is? In a very entrepreneurial, hip, working from home, tattooed, nobody knows what sex <laughs> energy is, uh, organization they instituted a development cycle and they're doing it and the yeah. people are incredibly excited and the person that implemented said i thought you know I, he said I, I thought i'd give it a try but i figured they'd laugh at us no they love it they're proud of it so that's a biggie if you if, yeah. you deserve to lose that person if you haven't had some regular contact now maybe they don't, aren't the direct report but regardless. It should, I don't like it when it's a surprise that says something about what's going on.
0: For sure. Absolutely. That's a, And that is a great catch. Right. It, you know, we can't like say it's all on you to knock on my door right. or our door. Exactly. So I, I, you know, so having something systemic, a
1: process in place that may not,
0: uh, may not. Or informal, it, but, informal, in, oh, but yeah. you
1: should have your finger on the pulse of key talent. Yep. Yeah, right, so that's one, and the other is um, <laughs> I'm two. One is standing, um, or I have seen two great CEOs stand on the fact that you mentioned about people are going to be developed and want to leave for new opportunity. And I, and both of the CEOs I'm thinking of were great career counselors. Mm. They took off the CEO hat. They took off the company needs you hat and said, well, let's talk about how this works for you and what works against you. And uh, I can share what I know about that company. And uh, here's where I see your future going. So they had a kind of a neutral career conversation based on i'd like you to be able to grow here i don't want you to go yes if you need to grow go to grow then i want to support you and the underthought of that was because you'll come back because <laughs> oh, <absolutely>. we're, <laughs> we're good so to and the, the other and then i'm thinking of a whole different company where the ceo just begs (laughs) said no (laughs) you can't leave we really need you we really want you what do you need you need a watch you need a car you need a dog what do you need no you can't go i'm not gonna let you go what do you need and um it works
0: (laughs) sometimes oh yeah you know wish i had known then what i know now i yeah I've i've heard that like if, if the feedback and conversations I've had since I made my announcement happened a month before or two months before, I would probably be still staying with the right. company. So, you know, I think both work. And on the CEO, I just want to check something out with you because yeah. I have one CEO particular I didn't report to, but every once in a while I was a director in the company, he would show up in my office, sometimes, mm-hmm. most of the, all the time, unannounced. yeah. And just have a conversation. How's it going? Yeah. And and so I think the CEO obviously direct reports, but I think you go where the talent is in the organization and, and get the touch, uh, yeah. as we used to refer to it.
1: Yeah. And in your succession planning and and I always hate when that gets too rigid and it has a lot of grids and names. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so like... I, I, I have a question for you, Joyce. Um okay. I, I got a little bit squishy uh, with my uh, friend because I talked about, um, given what you shared with me, I believe that some intervention, and I'm not saying something huge, but conversations need to happen inside the organization about how this could happen and why it happened and what steps do we need to take Uh, some that you even mentioned, to make sure it doesn't happen again. I find, again, oftentimes it gets swept under the rug. Well, we couldn't compete Mm -hmm. with them for salary. I mean, it's it's hard to compete when they're offering. No, as someone leaves, they got on their perch for a reason. When they return the call of a headhunter, there's a reason they return that call. So uh, what kind of conversations do you think should happen organizationally when a top talent, key, long-term person exits kind of surprisingly to go to a competitor
1: yeah Uh, i was was gonna say i don't know i um this is one of those where i wouldn't have it happen formally i wouldn't send out a letter i wouldn't send out a memo you know I'd, i'd pull my crew together and say um this was a blow we don't like it and i'm wanting to make sure our talent is in place so i want you to talk to your direct reports and see if they're in place how they're doing and and if you can even say so and so left we don't want good talent leaving how are you doing and then have them do the same thing and help them find the right words for it with oh well i'd emphasize it is your job yeah to know yeah. how your people are doing and we always do it imperfectly. So we've been reminded of that. So, um, and also, so it make it like, we're really sorry. We didn't want to lose this person. We want to be sure we don't lose others. On the other hand, we support people's development.
0: Yeah. No, that's well put.
1: Uh, well, and and, 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 and I'm thinking of, I believe it was Kathy Greenleaf who always said to us, or maybe it, it might have been Hugh the CEO we worked for it's an opportunity yeah it's an opportunity to bring someone else up or someone else in or get a fresh pair of eyes that's a 25 year pair of eyes so it's always that first moment you go I can't live without that person (laughs) (laughs) and then it's an
0: opportunity so I have a follow up question. When you talked about that conversation, you described it very vividly. I like that. Uh, is that something you? It's, I took that. That's something you have with your team, the top leaders in the organization. How about going further into the organization, like a vertical slice? Do you have the same kind of conversation, or what? What? What would be something that? Yes. <laughs>
1: yes. I mean, I would to, to my people. I'd say make sure you. I'm. I, I would talk individually because you're yeah. really handling, taking the temperature of their sticky glue. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and however I did it, it would be balanced with maybe three questions I'd want everybody to ask. That I, So I would be saying to you, Bob, um, so-and-so left. It makes me know sometimes I don't know what's going on with talent. I didn't like that. I want to know how you're doing. You matter. When we did a downsizing and a voluntary leaving, we made sure that everybody uh, that we cared desperately about knew it. Yeah. So, and then I'd say, and now I'm asking you to do that with your crew. Just exactly here are the questions I used with you, and I'll see you in three weeks. I want to hear about it.
0: I love so that. I'd make
1: it important and underlined an individual. Um, and then after they, after that second tier, we heard from that. It, it would give us enough data to figure out what we needed to do. Yeah. You but know, I like uh, a vertical slice. I always like a vertical slice. I like saying a vertical
0: slice. With pepperoni.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and peppers underneath.
0: No, I, I, I think, uh, you know, you just said something, uh uh about taking the temperature of the organization. I think that's a great metaphor uh, because mm-hmm. if you think about it, you don't know if there's a fever out there unless you check. Uh, and so I think that's important. We've only got a few more minutes uh, now yeah. that we're, we're staying true to your 12 minute ideal time. Um,
1: is there any mine, need- mine is 45 minutes. <laughs> well, that's if we're interviewing someone. Yeah, so. Okay. <laughs>
0: else we give them a we give them almost an hour for you and i we're kind of spent words effort. per minute go
1: Joyce. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you know i i think so i asked the question then i'll you know this is going to happen um even the best of companies with with the right culture uh are probably less likely but still it's going to happen and i think the points that you made about doing the due diligence to really understand and have that person who's exiting know how much they're appreciated and supported and then ultimately, you know, call us if we can help you in any way going forward. And I think opening it up to the organization in the way that you described. So it's not all hands on deck. What's going on here? What could you know? No, it's more having those kind of temperature checks uh, that I think are really important.
1: Yeah, that's why I, I balked when you said opening up. Um. do it be graceful yeah be graceful be generous swallow your pride find your best organizational buddy and wail <laughs> wail about it and then come back and be graceful professional yeah and you know i'm this- sorry be so yes. great Make oh yeah sorry they're leaving Yeah, I
0: have a shower of appreciation. So one other other point that that I'd like to make before signing off is uh, particularly if you have a uh, a particular um, demographic, so you have a pattern where you're losing female talent or if you have a pattern Mm -hmm. that you're losing elderly, older workers um, or people of color, <clears throat> you know those data points connected uh yeah, you should do the things that we described, but that's probably a real wake-up call that there's something systemic in well, you the need your analytics
1: for sure yeah absolutely yeah. depending on the size of the you you need the analytics.
0: That's well put. So okay uh, we got places to be and people to meet. so all uh,
1: this for you and me let's hey, do a musical. Uh, bye oh
0: boy, we better get <laughs> out of here. You may have noticed that today's episode is our 100th. Joyce and I have been at this uh, around two years and we can't thank our listeners enough for being a part of this journey with us. And we're committed as we go into our third year to really offer some exciting, vibrant, uh, we'll call them Maverick Sessions, where we really push the limits and be bold as HR and OD practitioners And to continue to bring new voices in, which I think if you've listened to a couple of our interviews, they've been really uh, exciting and uh, informative. So thanks a lot for being with us the last two years. And here's to 100 more episodes. So until next time, be well and be safe.